Hello, this is Close Encounters. I'm Violet Webster and... Uh, MD from Divinus Clothing Company. Yes, this is our guest this week and we'll be talking about branding, um, promotion, and creating some of the really tight fits that he has in the past and how he does that. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so do you want to kind of get into a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, so I am a Baruch graduate. I graduated in 2018, um, and throughout the course of uh, my life here and a little bit in high school, I've been like designing streetwear, uh, specifically t-shirts, but I have now expanded my horizon and done bags, sunglasses, hats, beanies, uh, everything that, you know, revolves around streetwear and like fashion, essentially. Um, yeah, how I got into it was basically I was a skateboarder for about maybe like 13 14 years now and i've been uh i've been very big into like making something in terms of like a brand i always wanted to do like a skateboard company but not everyone skates but like everyone wears t-shirts so i was like okay this is more you know relatable to general public exactly um and yeah uh pretty cool stuff nothing much to say other than like it's a skateboard streetwear company just yeah Pretty yeah, so it. do you work a lot with skateboarders that you know in your community, or do you like, do a lot of drops or, you know, sponsorships or promotions or anything with them? Yeah, so uh, I was actually, like, skating this morning, and uh, my back hurts because, like, I fell pretty bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I've been, like, skateboarding for a very long time, and through the course of, you know, my history in skateboarding, I've come to meet a lot of uh, great individuals whether they're, you know, 30, 40 years old with, like, a whole career blown out or, like, a 13-year-old kid, like, from my neighborhood that, you know, has $2 in his pocket and he can't afford the clothes that I sell. Um, just having, like, that community and, um, you know, having them revolve around, you know, Divinus and, like, different drops that I do, having them support, you know, I give them, like, free stickers and, like, whatever else I can give them for free to, you know, terrorize the streets and stuff, like, as skateboarders do. Uh, it's always it's always a blessing. So, yeah, going back to the original story, um, basically had a, you know, a product giveaway yesterday, um, went out to Forest Park, Forest Gate Park in Queens, and I kind of just like gave away a bag of like unreleased samples, um, you know, free stickers to like, I don't even know why, but I gave them business cards. Like why? why? Yeah, point of contact. Can I curse on this? For sure. Oh, <laughs> I fucking gave them like business. I gave fucking like 13, 16 year old kids business cards. Like they would. I, ever I use love it. that. Oh my god, it's, kids with business cards. It's fucking weird. The amount of confidence. Yeah, no, but it's like it's fucking weird because like, like they don't even have wallets. <laughs> you know, like yeah. where are they gonna put the business cards? Um, but in terms of sponsoring, yeah, like I have like two people on the team right now, um, looking to expand the horizon. But I'm very excited to have uh, two of these kids. Um, one of them, his name is Sammy. He's uh, 14 years old. He's in high school. The other one, Matt. Uh, both from Queens. They are, you know, natives to Forest Skate Park. They're like the OG locals there, even though they're so young. Um, and it's cool, you know, just to give them the opportunity to do something as productive as skateboarding rather than, you know, doing drugs. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. where are you mainly branching out into? So you're hiring, you know, new staff. Right. Are you mainly focusing that front onto, like, promotion, production, are you still are you still like the main person doing um, like branding and stuff like that? Or are you training them in what field? Uh, I do everything, um, you know, down from product design to looking through archives and learning different things, website development, uh, you know, e-commerce sales, shipping, you know, finding buyers for different shops to be in. 
um, it's crazy because these are like tasks that you kind of delegate to different people. Um, but I feel like it's such an early stage. And even though I've been doing it for years, I feel like it's such an early stage for for me to not do it myself. Like I've got to define the core essence of the brand before I go. Before in. you can explain it and right, then right. really set it out for other people to see. Because the crazy thing is you asked me to like give like a description of like the brand. I can't even fucking define the brand right. myself, you know, because like. It's theoretical. It's. Yeah, it's it's like an expression of who I am, but at the same time, not to get all like deep and philosophical and shit, but like I don't even know who I am. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'm just like making shit as I go, and a lot of the designs are always like references to early points in my life, which oh, is oh, the why. nostalgia, right? That's where right. that comes in, and it's like more of like personal nostalgia. It's not like I'm referencing shit that like I've never seen in my life, like. I've seen these things before and I try to give you like a glimpse of my childhood, just like how rappers do, you know, like they'll write a song about like their, you know, the hardships of the struggle of them growing up in like Compton or like New York in the eighties. I'm trying to give the reflection of my life growing up in both New York city and also in a small Island in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. With like jungles and shit. Is that where the like, um, Oh, not, uh, like the hula dancer comes in. Oh, that's weird. What? Someone gave me that sticker, and I was oh. like, this is so specific to, like, me binging Lilo and Stitch yeah. so aggressively as a child. Right. And it's one of those things, like, it snaps you back into, like, such a Dude, intense memory. This is like Nardwar. You, you've you seen the... Yeah. yeah. It's like... I, like, yeah. hold up an album, yeah. and I'm like, so early in your career. How do you know? Are you, you used to wheel with the feds? <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so the Hula Girl, I mean, like, I was, like, sitting down in the living room with my mom, and I was like, uh... I was looking at, like, archives of, like, old Hawaiian. And the reason why I use Hawaiian is because there is no archives of the place that I'm from. But the place it's that like I'm from. It's, like, the closest you could find. Right, yeah. right. In terms of, like, commercial. Um, so the place that I'm from is called Saipan. It's part of the United States, uh, the Commonwealth of the Northern Marianas Islands. Mm-hmm. I always refer to it as the Bootleg Hawaii because it's part of the U.S. It's a chain of islands, um, but it's not, you know, as romanticized as a vacation spot. So uh, very similar culture to Samoan, Hawaiian culture. Shout out to the Polynesians and everyone in that aspect of the ocean. Um, so I like found like this really old article or like this old advertisement of a like a hula girl. And, you know, I kind of like redrew that, you know, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I was like redrawing them next to my mom. And she was like, oh, like, you know, that's cool that you're 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 referencing you know, your past. Because for the most part, I always reference Queens, New York. Mm. But I've only been here for nine years. I know that's a long time, but I spent the first 15 years of my life in that island. And I've never really, you know, like, utilized that because I didn't think it would sell or the the core essence. People won't understand it. Mm-hmm. If I can't communicate that message with somebody, then what's the point? But I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do it. And it turned out great. Like, people want that graphic on shirts, but I... I just never got around it. And do you um, ever do custom pieces for people who want, like, as for example, the Hula Girl specifically on a shirt? Or do you only do, like, m- like more mass-produced? Um, and do you do your own, like, so technically, like, printing? So do you do your own printing? Yeah. Um, so uh, to answer the first question, um, I I have I done custom things for specific people? I think I have. Uh, to a certain extent. Um, so the way screen printing works is like you got to get the screen 
like the graphic like basically burned onto the screen. So like if someone hits me up like, hey, can you put my name on the shirt? Like it'll literally cost me forty dollars in two weeks to develop that just for your name. So in that regards, no, I'm not gonna do it for you. But if you want me to draw some shit on a blank shirt and you know slap my logo on it like through screen printing, I'll definitely do that. And I have done that in the past. Um, I was like really big into tie dye too, and that's actually how I got into the game. Yeah, it says here, uh, 2013. Some tie-dyeing shirts for friends and creating shirt stencils with tape. Shout out to Queen's Daily Eagle for that uh, article information. But oh shit, oh yeah, yeah. Um, the the creating like t-shirt stencils that's like way before 2013. That was uh, fuck maybe 2010 or 2009. Yeah, and when you make a stencil, can you like kind of reuse it in the sense that like you've created the um the outline and then you can just like print over that for however long you want so, so you like, kind of have those yeah. stencils in archive um no so uh so in the early 2000s i um, know that's kind of late 2000s like 2008 2009 era there was like this really big thing like skateboarding that was called uh, buttery ass mondays mm-hmm. and it's basically life hacks like for street skateboarders and one of the episodes is like making custom t-shirts and all you have to do is like grab a blank t-shirt make a stencil with duct tape and then you spray paint over then you remove it so like you don't have the stencil but like whatever like you want you can like custom make it essentially like a die cut um so no i never save any of the stencils i have very embarrassing myspace photos of like my friends modeling um the t-shirts the fits from what 2010 like Dude, early I'm talking stuff about soldier boy shit yep. like we had like the, yep. the big ass like we had well we had like the big double xl t-shirts uh like in crazy color like red purple mm-hmm. blue like the bright colors um and then we had the matching shutter shades you remember the kanye um uh, graduation era oh like the like the bars on yeah, the glasses yeah, yeah. i wanted those so bad as Dude. a kid you can't see anything when you're wearing those but it's like yeah you can I don't know, like, I maybe I was, like, the um, I was wearing them at night or something, oh, but walking around, so tough. Yeah. But it was worth it for the fit. Do you think I should, like, retro that? Should yeah, I, like, you should re- put yo, your brand sick. on it, you know? DM, trademark. <laughs> you can't um, steal that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's in the works already, actually. Um, but, yeah, no, like, tie-dyeing was, like, something that I did, like, after I graduated um, from high school. It was just, like, like, Okay, this is a very pivotal and important moment of history in, in my personal life, but Odd Future, Tyler the Creator. Where that the golf drop golf type wang, stuff. This was before Golf Wang. This was, this was, and not a lot of people know it, like Odd Future, Wolfgang, Kill Them All. This was like 2000. Oh, the OF, yeah, yeah that yeah, whole yeah. like long strip of right, letters. Right. Yeah. This is when Tyler the Creator did not do like music like this. I'm talking about like. When they were, really, like, loiter squad, just, like, really, yeah, like, yeah. fucking around. Yeah. yeah, so that was, like, a really important piece of history, and I want to get into that but a little later on, but um, a part of their whole image was, like, tie-dye, and, like, that was such a synonymous thing with skateboard culture as well, so I was like, fuck, I have a bunch of white t-shirts, um, I want to tie-dye them, and I did that, and my friends were like, yo, that's sick, because it will be, like, a Nike shirt that everyone got, like, as a go-skate day, like, it's a free t-shirt. But it was white because it was, like, cheaper for Nike to do. I would tie-dye, and my friends would be like, yo, that shit is sick. Like, can can you tie-dye mine? I'm like, cool. Like, I'll do it for seven bucks. And I literally did my entire group of friends, like, Nike shirts tie-dye for seven dollars. And I'm like, for someone that just graduated from high school, like, you know, taking home, like, 60 
you know, eighty dollars. Did you use a kit or did you use boil dye or? I don't even kit know, dye? dude. Like I think I went to like Rite Aid and like I bought Rit dye. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucks because my skin is very sensitive. So like. Oh, you can't even wear it, right? Because the dye is like. No, or I can like wear it. Like it dyes yeah. your hands. Yeah. So like, if I if my hands touch the dye, like my face breaks out like crazy. Your face, like. Yeah, from it's here weird. To here. That's so weird. It's it's super weird. maybe because I like I scratch my face like when I'm dying. Um, or so, maybe the fumes. I think it's a lot of it is fumes yeah, from the water, and like when you mix it, it kind of like gets Dude, in this general area. It sucks because like. I love tie-dyeing, and, like, I'm actually working on, like, a new collection right now, which involves tie-dyeing, so when you see me and, like, my face is, like, blistered up, like... You're like, oh, he's working heat, on it. Heat is coming. Heat is fucking coming. <laughs> it's dropping soon. Yeah. You see, like, what rapper does that? Like, I think it's, like, Kendrick Lamar. When Kendrick Lamar looks really bummy, you know that like, an album's I'm coming. Not, I'm not showering. I'm right. not doing any... It's, like, self-care. You yeah. know it's gonna be good. Same thing with J. Cole. Like, mm-hmm. when J. Cole started looking like a homeless person, you're like, oh... An album's coming. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I, it's not I'm putting not effort into Cole, anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess like start like talking about the beginning of your career. I guess when did you kind of come up with Divinus, and when did that like what that name? What does that name really mean or signify? Okay, so like I said, uh, you know, after like listening to was episode two or three of Cass uh, Cass's episode. Yeah, like this whole like deep meaning for everything, and uh, I'm gonna disappoint a lot of people. <laughs> Divinus doesn't mean shit. Like it means. <laughs> it sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. That's mm-hmm. why I chose it. Yeah. But like, there's no significant. I could lie to you and say like, hey, yeah, so uh, my great grandmother, her middle name. No, it's not. It's none of that shit. Like. Yeah, yeah. And I hate when people do that. Like they fucking like reach so like deep to like. I thought it was a little bit of a like supreme type of style thing where it's just like a yeah. very grandiose word. And you know? that's that's where it came from. And yeah. it's like there was no deeper meaning. I'm like, okay, like okay, this was twenty thirteen when I came up with it. Mm-hmm. Um what's the name of that album? The first ASAP Rocky album. Uh uh fuck. Yeah, it the one like, the black and white one with the American flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know uh, what you're long la- no, long, long live, live ASAP. ASAP. Yeah. Right. That album came out um i think top of the year or if i'm not mistaken the year prior and everyone mm-hmm. was high on this like lord flacco like you know praise to the lord and shit like that um and jesus was just announced and everyone was like oh kanye's god right so i'm like okay cool like i want to do something godly and like you know heavenly like so ethereal I'm, like right. really transcendent branding right. yeah right. so i was like okay like it's cool if i named it something in the English language, but people will think it's really deep if I didn't. So I went yeah. on Google. I'm like, uh, well, how do you say divine in Latin? And it was like divinus. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. Like, that's the fucking name. And, and it really, yeah, it slides. Like, it's really good. Dude, but like, at the time in 2013, that shit was hot. But like, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, this shit is weak. If I could rename it, I would absolutely rename it. But it's like. I think there's uh, sort of a, a strength in like, ha- like sticking with it in the sense right. that you can always just like graphically rebrand it yeah you can no, always absolutely. give it a new typeface like uh like the v is really cool but you can always just like change it so that it's like a different like cleaner font or something like that right, right. in the same sense that like who knows maybe it'll like circle back and like that'll become more relevant again but you're gonna still be like yeah i've been here for a while this name's right. been here forever you know yeah I'm, i mean i'm pretty sure james jebbio of supreme like thought the same thing like i tell myself all the time like supreme is just such a an arrogant ass fucking name 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm pretty sure every brand, like, goes through the inconsistency of, like, uh, this name is weak or this name is, like, pretty fire. Um, I'm just always, like, struggling to find relevancy when it comes to graphics. Um, like, I, like, fuck around with, like, little cherub angels a lot because it's, like, oh, well, it's yeah, divine, I saw right? That. Yeah, like, there was a little print, I want to say, like, on yeah, the yeah. pocket area with cherubs. Or was uh, that the flower shop? That was a flower shop. Um, but I did do like a, like a pretty big print of like an outline of a cherub angel. And I'm like, you know, maybe I can bank on this, but you know, I hate being in a bubble. I hate the fact that I hate the idea of like me staying with the consistent design. I want to, if I want to put a duck on a shirt, I'm going to put a duck on a shirt. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I really like the freedom care. and the dexterity to right, kind of right. go off on whatever you want. And that's what I think is really interesting about the brand as well. Like you, there is sort of a. I feel like there's a sort of consistency in, like, the quality of the prints, you know what I mean? Like, they're always kind of very detailed. Right. And, but the theme or, like, the, you know, meaning of them or, like, they're, um, I just, they're all very different, you know, with the Bernstein Bear, like, that was heavy nostalgia. Right, And then, like, Made in America, which is kind of touching on a lot of different points. Yeah. Um, The the funny thing about that uh, that sweater, and I don't think a lot of people can see it because, like, um, it's pretty low res on Instagram. But like the made in America's made in the USA sweater, um, if you zoom in pretty close on the bottom, it's like a little, uh, a little excerpt that says "actually made overseas," which I thought was a pretty funny because like I, I think it was a meme where it was like the American flag and it's yeah, like, and then in, in the corner it's made in China. Right, right. So yeah. it's like, dog, like you have like all these like. I don't even want to get political and shit. I think that's the closest I'll ever get to being political because I. No, I thought it was very political, but also like tasteful in the sense right. that it's like. It's very exuberant. It's like made in America. It's a cowboy and right. all this stuff. But it's also very interesting imagery. But it's also like saying, oh, yeah, everything's done overseas. Right. And then it's like unethical. Right. Unethical I mean, made. I mean, being a person that came from two different, uh, you know, my, both my parents are from different countries. Um, you know, I think it was very important to to show some respect to different cultures. Um you know, you have a lot of, like, arrogant people, not necessarily in New York, but, like, across, the, like, the United States that are very uh, disrespectful to different cultures. Ex- but, mm-hmm. you know, like, they contribute a lot to society that, you know, other, like, you know, typical Americans can't, um, which, yeah, I, I really don't want to get political at all. No, yeah, yeah, yeah I, get, I get what you mean. I get what you're saying. Which is crazy. Um, what a town to be alive in America. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, I guess going back to one of your more recent logos, the Bernstein Bear, yeah. um, like that, I kind of touched, or I think touched on a lot of the nostalgia points and stuff. Right. Um, like, I guess I had a technical question. Yeah. You said you found it in a thrift store. How, How did do you, you know that? It, it's on your website. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Like, I don't remember anything. It's like, it's in the description. It's like, oh, you know, found oh, Bernstein Bear in like a thrift store or something. You do your research. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so awesome. And then it was like... Well, I, I guess, like, mostly, how did you translate? It looks like a figurine yeah, onto yeah. printing. Like, how right. technically, how did that work? Um, So, I, like, go thrift shopping very frequently. Not, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself, like, a thrifting person. I like just, a like, fiend? Right. You know, like, how there is, like... Some people do make it, a, like, a living. They, yeah, like, they, they thrift, make... and then they flip it, or right, they sell right. it for higher prices or something. And, um, you know, all, you know... You know, all props to those guys. They make banks, and it, it's really fun. I just, like, I can't get myself to do it. Um, but I was at a thrift shop, and then I saw, like, I think it was around Halloween time, and there was, like, a bunch of, like, spooky shit. 
And I'm like, fuck, I'm always doing spooky shit. Let me do, like, something cute and shit. So, like, I took a picture of this bear. The reason why, like, I took a picture of, like, this figurine and decided to make it into a shirt is because I want everything to relate back to nostalgia. And um, I don't know if this is a Filipino thing or it might be my mom thing, but... Like, there's a bunch of irrelevant shit in my house. Like No, the figurines? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, like we have, like, a penguin one. Dude, we've never even seen a penguin. Like, we have, like, one of Eiffel Tower, and, like, we've never been to, like, France. Like, where do we get the shit? Mm. Right? So, in, like, Philippine... Uh, I don't know about Philippine household, but my household, like, there is, like, a whole bunch of random shit. But, like, you know, years from now, like, maybe 10 years from now, I'll, like, look at them, and I'll be like, fuck, like, you know, this reminded me of, you know, this family time. And I'm not very big into family. Like, I barely spend time with, like, my family and shit. Um, but I feel like... But it's like being in that space. Yeah. Like, the comfortable space. Like, the right. safe space. Like, you really find homage in, like, those objects. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, you know, like, these little ornaments are, like, just, like, key essentials. I remember, like, I could remember, like, arguments of my mom. Like, why do we have this fucking... Uh, Oops, so, okay this is okay let me take it's back fine, the f fine. word let me why do we have this ornament of jesus in the house if we're muslim you know and it's like who knows man you know like we have like the most ridiculous things at home and uh you know when i saw that i i was like damn dude this is something that my mom would have um and you know i was like okay let me put on a shirt so <laughs> sorry to get back to your question um i took a picture of it on my iphone I really didn't think of anything. I wasn't going to make a design. I just thought it was cool. And uh, I went home and I was like dabbling on Photoshop. And I kind of like just like selected that uh, ornament out of it. I refined it because there was too much colors like from a, an actual image into the actual print. So I had to like do some Photoshop technical stuff. I'm not very proficient in Photoshop. I kind of taught myself. Um, but I like was dabbling with like different filter gallery stuff. And I found a way to select specific colors and limit it to i think like five or six colors mm -hmm. and made it into like this flat image and yeah it's just it came from a photo i took on my iphone honestly yeah because it looks so interesting it looks almost not distorted but it's right. like the hues are a little different you know yeah and i thought it was really interesting especially with the colorway with like the cream yeah then like that's a really hot color right now and it kind of like matched with the bear a little bit and right. then it was so different from i guess your halloween drop with like yeah. the like very spooky skeleton the, yeah, looking that's, thing. That's like my theme. Like everyone knows me as like the spooky guy, and like I fuck with that because like, you know, it goes back to like Odd Future and like skateboarding. Like, you know, it's kind of what they bank on. You know, it's like spooky, like weird emo guy. Like shit. hard, you know. Yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. eating nails for breakfast. <laughs> like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, like um, late nineties, like kind of like reminiscent of grunge, but in like. Like, more of a, like, early 2000s way. Yeah, which is so crazy, because, like, that's the era I grew up in. Like, that's mm -hmm. the era I started skateboarding in, like, you know, like, Slipknot and, like, all that shit. Like, that heavy metal punk rock shit. Everyone wear the t-shirts, you know, like, kind of. I still do that. Like, yeah. I feel like it's it's great to be in a position where I can create shit, because I have so much, like, creative energy as, like, an adult, but still holding on to, like, their childhood so I, like, make everything reflective of that. Um, but it was really funny because, like, uh, so the shop I'm in, uh, shout out to uh, the kid with the boombox, uh, 230 Mulberry Street. So the shop that carries Divinus, um, I gave him both of those shirt designs, like, prior to Halloween. And he posted them up. And I'm like, dude, this is, like, literally 
October 31st vibes and then November 1st when it's like for Thanksgiving. Real, for right? real. So uh, yeah, like, he's like carrying corn or whatever. Yeah, he's like carrying bag. pumpkins and shit. Yeah. I'm like, this is so I was like, this is the Thanksgiving and the Halloween. Yeah. It's just fall vibes in general. And Lord. it's just such an interesting juxtaposition. Right. But it's like not even just like timely. It's also just like the designs are so interesting right. as separate versions of the brand. Like I still feel like they both fall under the brand, but right. they're just different spectrums of yeah absolutely and i think uh that's very reflective of like my my mind state um this is probably gonna be the deepest thing that i'll probably say like ever go off but like you know i'm always in like i'm always at a war with myself whether i want to continue being like the crazy like emo uh super depressed design type shit or you know i fucking love cute things too like I, like, see a dog, and I'm like, dude, that's the fucking cutest dog. I see a baby, I'm like, that shit is tight. You know, that's a, that's a good-ass-looking baby, right? Um, but I'm also, like, fuck, like, I'm also a skateboarder, and I have, like, an audience to keep up with, so they don't want to see, like, cute shit. They don't want to see, like, a fucking bear on a shirt. I do, but that's why I feel like it can evolve in the sense that, you know, creating— This is a Tyler Creator thing. Yeah, right? you know, like, golf, like, the flowers. Like, it's right. kind of subverting that culture, but it, it's, like— taking a nod to like the past as well like you can hold on to like the you know the past right. styles and stuff but you can always kind of branch out and right. make it evolve in, in itself but um and i think I, that's amazing though like having having that like kind of split personality of like evil and good yeah you know that's always a good conflict like my favorite uh uh star wars movie um fuck my favorite Star Wars movie, and I forget the name of it. Just but it's, no, just reference like what happens in the movie, because no one remembers the, <laughs> the, the names what? of the specific movies. So it was like when Anakin Skywalker had to like find out whether he's like a Sith or a Jedi, and then he goes and kills like all the fucking young Jedi's, and he decides to be a Sith, but then you find out later that he's yeah. actually like, yeah, you know, he's like in this like crosshairs of like, you know, being evil and being good, and you're like. Like what is he really? And yeah, I it's feel like, like it's, it's one of the prequel ones. Yeah, it was a uh, like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he had Return like the, the kind Sith. of long hair, and he was like, "What am I?" And yeah. like Natalie Portman was like, the whole time. I don't know if this is true, but like I read it somewhere, and I didn't fact check it. I should have, but someone said like Tupac was supposed to be Mace Windu. How crazy would have that would have been, yo? Like, yo, Tupac as Mace Windu. He the would... the the universes come like coming together and like combining to make that, and then like. Now we're gonna see. That is fucking crazy. That's nuts. Um, but yeah, someone handed me two stickers from like your brand, and one was like, oh, it was like a smiley face, but it was like something something. But I'm depressed, and then oh, the other like, yeah. one, what was it? Uh, smile if you're depressed. Yeah, smile if you're depressed, and then the other one was the um, hula girl, and I was like, I feel like these are both like so part of the brand, but like just right. different aspects of it. Um, we were we were actually talking off off the air about like the whole Kanye you know which yeah, one exactly, thing exactly. and I feel like you know that's very representative of me like I don't have like a clear distinction of like where I want the brand to be like I said it's very reflective of who I am as an individual and like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that like I don't have dark days you know yeah like, like it's you know, curated by you right. like it's a contemporary curated brand and I'm, like it's yeah. all coming from your I'm like not hiding behind a mascot I'm not hiding behind like a brand or an endorsement or like a celebrity like this is like straight from my mind and I'm like I'm a regular ass person you know and people feel different things like people feel depressed people feel sad people get anxiety and like 
you know, I wouldn't say, like, because I've never been to therapy. I never got myself checked. But I'm like, fuck, like, I have dark moments, too. And, like, that's going to be reflective of my art. And if, like, you're uncomfortable with it, then that's really not my fault. This is just Then just don't buy that yeah. one. Or don't even look at it. Like, just yeah. get off your phone. Like, you know, <laughs> Close like, the, te- what's just, the, close the computer? Just fucking close, just close your eyes. The, the cyberbullying thing. The cyberbullying? Yeah. Just close the computer yeah, like, and turn it off. How is cyberbullying a thing? Just, like, turn off your computer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, oh, dude, that is going to be, like, the greatest thing, like, 10 years from now. 10 years from now, they're going to be, like. They'll be mind-blowing. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and also I guess getting off of that, um, when it comes to your brand and I guess like, oh, oh, we talked earlier about Supreme. How do you, I guess, try to differentiate yourself from what they're doing and what you're doing or I guess learn from what they've done or like, because they're obviously like the top um, like brand yeah. on the market right now. Like how do you, how did, have you learned from them or like what's your relationship to them? I am a customer. <laughs> I like spend <laughs> oh, a fucking a ridiculous amount of money in Supreme sometimes. Do you ever look at what they're doing and then kind of like? Not really. I don't. I don't consider myself in the same like. It's kind of like. Would you say that Lil Nas X is in the same realm as Kurt Cobain? Like they're two different genres, you know, and like, like they're a skate company, but they're like on a big platform. Like they're they're worth over a billion dollars, and they're backed by like this huge financial investor. They're like in a they're on a next level. Like they're skateboarding, but don't be mistaken, like these dudes are like on the same level as Louis Vuitton. Right. They're know? probably owned by the same like conglomerate of probably the not, fashion houses. But yeah, and it, on yeah. a different branch of it. Right. Just I mean, like, yeah, they're not level. they're not under LVMH, but like they're on the same like They're on the same level but different right, branches. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're in like different branches, but like you ask like any person and you're like, You know what Supreme is? And I'll be like, Yeah. You know, but you ask them like, Do you know what Palace is or you know, all these other brands? Oh, the and triangle one? Yeah, I fucking love Palace. I love Palace more than Supreme. It's not even on some hipster dipster shit, like it's just easier to buy. Do they have glow in the dark too? Uh maybe. I don't know. They have a lot of reflective shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, love how they like always play with their like colorways, but it's yeah. always kind of the same, you know? Yeah. Um, Palace is cool. European company. Um, I just, I like it better because one... Wait, didn't they have that that frog t-shirt a while ago where it was like a psychedelic frog on their t-shirt because it was like, how oh, it was like this type of religion based off of a frog. I wish I had a picture <laughs> of it. I wish I could like explain on a podcast yeah. what this shirt looked like, but it was insane. I was like, this brand is... Interesting. That sounds like Palace, yeah. But yeah, like, so I feel like, so do you feel like you align more with them because they're just kind of branching off and doing different type of branding rather no. than Supreme is like the same type of I, I their think, like box yeah. logo? I think I think I'm not like I wouldn't say like I will I will be like competitors or even the same lane as them because again they're doing like some crazy next shit and it's not even like on the basis of you know uh, we're in the same lane or we're in the same industry like they're doing skateboarding that's great. I feel like Divinus is more of like a project, like a self-project. The only thing that solidifies myself as a business is I'm in the business of e-commerce. I have to sell things for people to appreciate it. Um, you know, if people do photography, they shoot photos, they post on Instagram, people like it, comment, whatever. Um, that's how they handle their curation. Mine is like I make shit, then I sell it. And that's how I get, you know, validation of like, okay, this shit is fire. Um to me, it's an art project. I don't consider it a business. I mean, by default, it is a business. Right, because that's how it, it moves through right, the economy. Right, right. That's the only way I can like right. work on the next art piece is if this sells enough that I can produce the next art right, piece. Right, right. Um, 
so I wouldn't consider myself like anywhere near that. Like the people that I would consider myself like in the same realm with is like independent artists that do clothes. Honestly, um, this dude's getting pretty big, but like this guy named Murder Bravado on Instagram, he like does these custom jeans like with dyes. He like distresses them himself and does like different embroideries and shit. And he actually did a collaboration with Off White uh, recently. A very talented person. A lot of people in like the fashion world know him. Um, I would consider myself in the same realm just because like it's more personal. Like he doesn't just like cook up a design, send it to a factory, and it gets sent. That's what Supreme. It's does. more yeah. That's more cooperative for you. Right. And right. like when it comes to your journey, like what next steps do you think you'll be making over you know. Like the next couple like designs. I don't know. I don't know if you want to like spoil yeah. anything. I don't know. Um, it's a very exciting time for Divinus, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, I just like my goal this year was to get back into shops. I was in a skate shop years prior, but it didn't. It wasn't the right time. And I tell myself this all the time: like, if it didn't happen, you're just. It's not the right time. This year, I made it like an absolute must that I have to get into like skate shops. As a stepping stone, I skipped that entire fucking thing. And instead of going to the same skate shop in Astoria, I jumped the gun and I'm like in Soho now. Like, it's fucking crazy. Like, Soho was a place that I wasn't even allowed to shop at. And now that people go to Soho and they see Divinus, it's like, it's fucking mind blowing to yeah, me. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's awesome to have the opportunity to do that. Um, I was actually in two shops, but I pulled out of one of them recently uh, just because, like, the, the, consignment price wasn't right they wanted 50 50 like 50 percent of like the sales and i was like nah that's that's way too much um but shout out to them like for giving me the opportunity i'm not gonna shut them out because i'm not giving clout out <laughs> but like it was crazy because i pulled up to the shop the the week after i gave them the first batch of stuff and bro people from france were like trying on the sunglasses that i designed like i've never even been to fucking france you know, and, like, people were, like, trying them on. They bought the sunglasses, and they bought, like, a beanie. And they didn't know I was, like, I was a designer. I was just, like, sitting down or whatever, and they are trying out. They're, like, speaking French and shit. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> it sounded just doing good. what they do. Just, just French talking, yo. Like, and, and they bought them. I'm, like, fuck. Like, you know, I've done, like, international orders prior, but, like, never to the basis of, like, you know, them not knowing me. It's mm-hmm. usually, like, people that support me overseas. Um... But these people just, like, thought they were fucking cool-ass sunglasses, and they bought them. I'm like, dude, this is such a fucking pivotal moment. Yeah, like, like it's really going international. Like, right. this could really spread to an audience that isn't just in the city. Right. Like, it's, and, it's really applicable to everybody. And it's crazy because, like, for every up-and-coming brand, I know this is, like, a big thing, is, like, how the fuck do you get off of Instagram? Like, how do you solidify yourself as, like, a brand? Not just an Instagram brand. You know, same thing with rappers. Like, how do you solidify yourself outside of SoundCloud? Um, you know, and when that happened, I was like, fuck, like shit is really picking up. And then another shop hit me up and, uh, shout out to them. I'm still there and like, it's doing really well. It's the, the kid with the boom box on Instagram. Um, they, uh, you know, we did like something for fashion week, not too long ago, probably in September, I was helping them out with their brand. Um, we were doing like this little skate demo outside like a fashion week, uh, runways and stuff. And it was so cool because like, now to be part of like a shop where I'm having negotiations with like the owner of the store, we're like, let's do like let's do like custom DIY events, let's do like skate demos, and being more hands on with the shop, 
it's it's a really exciting time like when the weather gets better like we're gonna you know have like you know parties and we're gonna have like different you know divinis pop-ups so they're the gonna place. be like sponsored parties by divinis or they're just gonna be like yeah yeah so they're gonna be like like are you, do you have like relationships with um people who make music or are you just going to shout out to cast oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah shout yeah, out yeah, to yeah, fucking cast yeah. um no no i don't i don't know like relationships with like people but which leads me to the next thing that I'm going to talk about. So I just like closed on a, a really exciting collaboration I'm doing with uh, an old friend of mine, but he's very su- successful in the art of party hosting. So he's a, he's a young entrepreneur and his company's called Penthouse Click. Um, his name is uh, Ko, and uh, we, we are actually working on a collection, a little capsule to drop soon. So that's definitely going to be in the shop. Um, there's already hype being built around So that. a capsule, is that just like a couple different products together? Yeah, it's together? not like a full-blown collection. Like a collection oh, okay. would be like, you know, from head to toe type shit. But like a capsule is just like a very small drop. Like yeah, like three, some four. accessories or right, whatever. Yeah. Right, So like we're working on a little small capsule and like we got the ball rolling today. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely, you know, negotiate and talk about like how we want the release to end up. You know, whether we're going to, you know, just do an online release or whatever. And we'll wait to save the big one for next time or fuck we might just throw a fucking big ass party like you know the sky's the limit at this point i have all the resources in my hand and i'm like all right i'm gonna use it like this is now or never you know 2020 the vision's never been clearer it's a fucking great ass catch line right yeah yeah waited waited 10 years to say that (laughs) (laughs) and um Oh wow! I just got the right. Yep. Yeah, twenty twenty vision. Yep. Yeah, I was just trademark. like trademark. That's a bar. Yeah. But like, bar. do you ever kind of come up with um, like sayings? I guess like or things that you'd want to do, like phrases or anything like that that you want to do branding or do you just stick with imagery? Oh, dude, that's like the hardest thing, and I really. <laughs> It's so funny because I brought this book here. This is the first book I'm ever going to finish reading. Oh, it's called This Is Not a T-Shirt by Bobby... Bobby Hundreds. Uh, Who's Bobby Hundreds? You know that brand, The Hundreds, with a little bomb on it? Oh, okay. They sell it at Zoomies now. Okay. Um, So he wrote this book, but he's been in the game for like fucking like two decades. This dude's amazing. He's like an Asian-American from L.A. He worked on this brand simultaneously while going to law school. And decided, yo, like, I'd rather just do clothing. Because it was more of, like, his vibe. Um, It's very inspirational. I mean, like, see, but the reason why I brought up this book is, like, this is going to be the first book I ever finish in my entire life. I've never finished a book. Big moves. I've never finished a book because I am more of a visual person and I like to create rather than, like, reading things and, and, like, you know, diving into other people's lives. Do you I ever like, watch like entire fashion shows or anything like that, or more visual like expressions of uh, creativity? Dude, I think those are kind of boring, honestly. Yeah, I'm like, I am. People or, always regard me as like an artsy person. Yeah, but I'm so anti-art. Like, not oh, like establishment th- art. No, like everything. I'm anti everything. No, um, it's just like I have like this big beef, right? I don't have a fancy vocabulary like most artists do. I don't live in Bushwick and I don't have a really cool mustache and circular glasses. So I can't be in the conversation with like artists talking about, oh, this painting is so X, Y, and Z, right? I could fucking care less. And I was talking to this, uh, talking about this with Cast uh, a couple of months back. And it's just like, it's the worst thing. Like if I see a painting that looks really nice, yeah, well, how do you you don't have to articulate it right. verbally. I don't have just... to I don't have to say like, oh wow, this reminds me of the eighteen four eighteen forty painting of 
French name and insert, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't have to say that. I could say this painting is fire and you understand what I'm saying. Like, I like the painting, right? But there are so many people that put up a facade where it's like, okay, I have to go on the internet and search up terminologies to use at an art gallery. And they fake the whole thing. Like, bro, I'd rather be myself. Like, I'm from Queens and I've never taken an art class and I've no interest in like watching fashion shows and doing all this shit just to be in the same conversation like that's why people always regard me as like you know an artist and i'm just like i'm really not i'm just like a fucking skateboarder and uh i i do you're just translating it onto t-shirts i do regular regular shit dude i had two popeye's chicken sandwiches this morning this morning i could never the popeye's chicken sandwich or the popeye's line dude it's crazy the popeye's line it's a whole block you know um well, I don't have the time. It's it's the one here because like it's a there's it's near a school right, the one uh in Woodhaven in Queens the, there was no line. I literally walked in two chicken sandwiches boom two minutes I got the fucking sandwiches, but like I'm saying like, I just do some regular ass shit you know like, I don't attend fashion shows nor do I have the interest to do so. I dress pretty fucking good but like I don't fucking care as much as people think I should. Um yeah it's it's weird like i don't like i don't like when people put up a facade and i'm not gonna put a facade to sell some t-shirts like you're gonna buy a t-shirt from a regular degular ass person and like that's yeah what do you think about like the whole um i guess like general um i guess i i guess not like a community as much as um it is like i don't want to say the trend but like the growing number of personal brands or you know, people making their own clothing or branding oh, yeah, and dude. stuff like that. Like, how, like, what do you think about that? All power to them. Like, you know, I could have easily been the typical brown Bengali student and just did what my dad told me to do and go to school, get my master's, do all that X, Y, and Z shit, which I still plan to do, but, like, that's a different discussion. Um, I could just be, like, the normal-ass fucking person that goes to the mosque and pray five times a day and do all that shit but i'm like yo i have like this creative mind like why don't i put it to work and like if i can empower other you know brown kids or like filipino kids asian kids that typically come from like a household where it is looked as a hobby rather than a career if i can like encourage people to do that that's fucking amazing you know i'm not gonna bash like if you did some fucking graphic on ms paint and you put on a t-shirt like bro all power to you like you know, you took the first step. At least you had exactly. the fucking balls to do that shit, yeah. you know? If you do shit on custom ink and you come up with, like, a really stupid-ass, like, I'm, like, bashing I already them, know <laughs> exactly who the pr- people you're talking about. I used to go to high school with people that would take, like, a random pre-made logo yeah. on custom ink. Right. Put a name, like, their brand name right, underneath right. it. Make that a t-shirt. Put, like make that their brand yeah like you could get sued for using someone else's design on your t-shirt absolutely why would you even bother they want to like skip all the steps of like creating something and then just make it right to have that cloud of like we've made something physical like we're doing something yeah i guess like that's the type of brands that i'm like why is this always like why is this happening right but how do you find like obviously you're like really putting a lot into your brand like what do you think about those types of like projects um like I said, like all power to them. Like I will never be in a competitive state, at least not like I'm thinking like I'm thinking on like a smaller scale here. Like if this blows up and I become 
you know, in bigger franchise chains like Zoomies or fucking Paxon or whatever the case may be. That's the future. But like I'm thinking now, like there I will never be in competition with another person that's trying to tell my story. Like I'm telling my story. It's so individual. Right. It's so individual. It's like it's my personal project. If someone comes up and they're like, I'm going to start a brand based on your life, then okay, you're a competition to me and fuck you. But no one's ever going to do that. It's like writing an autobiography and then, like, selling that autobiography. Right, right. So, like, you know, I I will never be pressed. Like like I said, like, if if a kid wants to dive into his creative endeavors, like, fuck it, all power to him. Just don't be something that you're not. Like, don't be some fucking kid that grew up skateboarding and eating worms and fucking spitting snot on the floor. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, did you see the Chanel fashion couture uh rest in peace carl lagerfeld no, no shut the fuck up you know like that's not you be your fucking self people say this all the time like you're not going to be successful not being yourself because the mirror like the fucking everything is going to crack and people are going to see that you're a facade and everything is just going to fall apart everything that you built your entire life is going to be a lie and you're gonna have to fake that for the entire life because it's doing well right just i i'm I'm supportive of, like, all these new brands. Just number one thing, and I've done this, don't fucking put your brand name in a red box logo and think that shit's going to sell because it's not. I've tried it. It did not sell. <laughs> 2013. But. Uh, trial and error does not work. Yeah, Supreme did it already. Sorry, guys. Barbara Kruger is the farthest that they'll come. So, But, yeah, so, like, when it comes to putting, I guess, your identity into your label, like, yeah. how else do you do that other than, like, you know, putting specific you know, icons or pieces from your childhood? Like, how do you kind of express... Do you ever think that you're going to bring, like, more of your culture into your work or, like, your background? Um, I don't know. Or I guess, like, in future stuff? Maybe in the future. Or even, um, like, religious? Do you think you'd ever put religious iconography I, or I anything? Can't. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, in Muslim, like, religion, you can't even, like, put... Oh, right, that's yeah, not allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. So you're like, I can't. I can't, I could... <laughs> I can't even put like the word Allah on it because really? you could because you can't bring the word Allah into like the bathroom. So if you had like a oh. sweater with it, you have to take it off. And I don't want to like disrespect anyone at the same time. And it's also like it's not going back to what's me and what's not me. Like I've never been the religious type. I've never been. So you're I not going to lean into that now. Yeah, you know? I'm like, not. Oh, wow. The Muslim culture is selling really well. I'm going to like slap Arabic shit on a shirt. I'm not going to do that. It's not me. Like I wouldn't like try to monopolize off of like my culture as well um because i grew up very american i don't speak bengali or tagalog which is the filipino language so you're not going to try to like put that language on shirts now because no you know yeah definitely not um well i did recently come back from the philippines which i can then like i was working on a graphic but i didn't get to finish it but like it's like this thing called a gypney and in the philippines it's like this like fucking bus that has a shit ton of people in it. Yeah, I understand that. Um, yeah, like that I can put because I went there and I experienced a shit. And, like people do this shit all the time. Like, it's more of like yeah. a it's more of a cultural piece rather than like it's an experience. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, an experience yeah. piece yeah. rather than a cultural piece. Like, yeah, if I trip and broke my ankle, then then I can do like a broken ankle graphic because I've experienced it. You right. Know? It's like, it's like the headings to chapters. Right. You know, like those little like pictures at the top of the first book. Like I said, this is the first book. I don't, I don't know. know I just, I'm is. thinking specifically <laughs> like the Harry Potter chapters, like at the beginning of the chapter, it's like a little like picture dude. of what happens in the chapter. I've never opened that book, dude. I don't know. I'm just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I'll like research it when I get home. But like, 
Dude, like, it, it baffles me because I, like, thought about it, like, honestly, like, a week or two ago. I'm like, have I ever finished a fucking book? Yeah, so how do you research, like, some of the ways that you go? Do you just, like, kind of watch videos about, like, you know, screen printing or whatever or, like, how other brands have uh, developed? YouTube. Yeah, honestly. YouTube. YouTube yeah. is great. A lot of trial and error because there's things yeah. on YouTube that you can't, you're not going to get any first Yeah, have try. there been any, like, pitfalls that you've t- had t- through? Tons. Like, you got, like, any, like, r- in really one specific ones you've learned from yeah. in a big way yeah so like um so with screen printing like unless you're backed by like rich parents or like you're rich yourself uh it's very costly so i'm like really working like in the bedroom of my in you know the apartment and um you know there was something that i want to do like something really special um i'm really a lot of people don't know this but like i was supposed to be an environmental science major but uh, I would have been. Was broke. that freshman year goals? Or? Dude, this was high school. Like, oh, okay. I, like I really fucked with rocks and shit, and I'm like, dude, I always liked dinosaurs. You know, like, like geology. Right, right. So mm-hmm. I always wanted to like study that shit. Do you ever think you would make like a like like an icon of like specific rocks or something like that, <sighs> or like you know the levels of the 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 topograph, rock. like mm-hmm. the contour lines and shit? Dude, I wanted to. That'd but, be like, really cool, but as like an entire shirt. Yeah, that would be fucking sick, honestly. Um, I was actually, like, trying to find... Because I, I usually get my graphics, like, as reference... Like, I find old shit as reference points. And then I work around that. But it's, like, very hard to find, like, the right message I want to convey. Um, but, yeah, like, definitely I wanted to, like, work with, like, some some environmental science-esque graphics. Oh, that would be fucking cool. Like, yeah, I got to show you this Instagram that's, like, very like heavy rocks. on that. But also hype beast at the okay. same time doesn't make Strange. a lot of sense but it's it's like a thing now virtual ablo actually like mm-hmm. oh, i sound like a fucking loser like virtual <laughs> ablo actually um yeah no so virtual like he did like this uh but he's really breaking out i get i get why people are really looking up to yeah, him in that yeah. sense well yeah more on that later because like this dude like broke barriers like you want to talk about like breaking barriers in fashion like this dude did it and people are gonna knock it like oh you don't know x y and c like yeah, I don't, but, like, he broke barriers for me, and that's fine. Yeah, like, if it, it, it's affected you personally, so, yeah. like, you have something to say on Yeah, it. for sure. Um, but, like, he did, like, this really cool thing, because he was a, an architect major, or, like, graduate. Um, and he uh, he did, like, this uh, floor. You know how, like, when you're, like, shopping for houses, you kind of look at the floor plan? Oh, the blueprint? Yeah, but it kind of, like, shows, like, how the doors open and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so, like, he had that, like, from the bird's eye view of, like, his art exhibit in Chicago and that was a graphic like it was like that like the blueprint of like the floor pl- floor planning of his exhibit and I thought that was like that was fucking sick you know like how can I bring that level of like you know personal experience of like topographs and shit because I was good at earth science you know like I like got an A and like my teacher called me the earth science god whoa yo shout out to Uh, shout out to my teacher. I forgot her name. Yeah, we'll put it in like the information Somewhere, of yeah. the. Yeah, we'll get yeah. it. We'll get it in here somehow. But I have her on Instagram, which is crazy. Um, wow, that's some like that's some like that's in Bond right there. Yeah, I forgot her. Oh, Miss Taylor. Shout out to Miss Taylor. Miss Taylor. Yo, um, she gave me all the confidence through that the I airwaves. Needed. Yo, seriously. Um, but yeah, like, what was the first question? I feel like I just oh, rambled. I don't remember. Yeah, but like Earth Science, like you yeah. know, having like, th- you know these different channels of like my life and uh putting that shit on t- okay i remember the question sorry i was like rambling so 
when the whole like uh awareness of like the Amazon rainforest burning down, like that shit was like, yo, this is fucked up. You know, like it wasn't on the basis of like, oh, this is fucked up and scroll. I wanted to take immediate action, you know, and like I know we're in the culture of like social media where it's like, wow, this is so fucked up, sharing my story. Okay, cool. What's Kim Kardashian doing? You know, like they don't really fucking care. Like sharing is not political activism, nor is it helping. Yes, it spreads awareness, but then you're spreading awareness to people that's just going to share the shit that doesn't contribute to anything. So I hit up a couple of friends and I'm like, yo, like let's let's do a collaboration. You know, uh, my following, your following, they all get aware, like awareness of this and they can like take immediate action. So I hit up a couple of my friends that, you know, write poetry, shoot photography, um, do drawings like digital and you know hand drawn and we were like constructing like this mega art project and you know we were then going to screen print onto t-shirts so that people can buy and 100 percent of those pro- uh the 100 percent of the profits will go into that charitable cause because you might not necessarily want to spend 30 dollars into a charity but you want to spend 30 dollars on a fucking t-shirt you know that's just like the consumer behavior that's just where we are in america you're not going to give money away for free unless you get something physical and also people love showing that they've given money you know like wearing the t-shirt that says oh i gave what however much this t-shirt cost to the amazon rainforest and then also not only does that make them feel good but it tells other people to do right it's It's like a a walking yeah it's a it's a it's a flex you know and like oh wow look at me i'm so like aware of like environmental Mm -hmm. shit right and this was such a important thing and like everything fucked up like my printer like the heater that dries the ink broke down prior to that um and i think i got sick at the same time so i ordered a new printer i mean a new dryer that shit came in and it was defective i'm like fuck like you know it's so unfortunate but the attention span of people is literally a few days if not a few hours so by the time that i got the issue resolved people don't even fucking care you know like people are not going to buy the shirts and it's like, we're not here to make money because, like I said, 100% of the profits will go to a charitable cause that helps uh, rainforest conservations. But, like, it's not going to sell because people's minds are, like, elsewhere. I don't know what the fuck was happening at the time, but people's attention gravitated somewhere else. Um, so it's like, it was just not the right time. And I was like, that was a huge blow to me. And, like, it, it was it was all sorts of fucked up, honestly, but... You know, I definitely want to do more, like, philanthropic shit, not in the, in the sense of, like, oh, wow, this brand is doing this, but, like, actually making, like, contributable efforts to society, like... Yeah, exactly, because yeah. then, the like, the brand is seen as more, yeah, like, in... Aware of shit, but, current like... Current events, yeah. but also not just, like, preachy, you know? Right, like, if I could do it, like mad low-key and i probably can like just to fucking donate the money that i get yeah like that would be really cool to sell out a shirt and then afterwards say all the money for this shirt was put into blank right right because then it's not even like oh we're not doing it to flex right you didn't even know right right yeah and um this is a very loose idea but like i have something in the works for like the holiday season with a shop the kid with the boom box um we're 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 uh we're brainstorming this uh this this event and it's uh, all going to go into uh, pro, uh, charity for the holidays. Oh, nice. Yeah, this nice. would be pretty sick. Yeah, so interesting uh, ideas in the works. And, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you kind of want to say to people that are kind of thinking about 
doing a bigger project like this or thinking about investing into a project like this? Um, dude, just, like, have fun. Like, honestly, be yourself. Because for the longest, I was trying to study high fashion. And I was like, okay, maybe I could take Divinis into, like, high fashion-esque. Like, I was basically being the person I said not to be earlier on. Um, and I was like, like reading books about Chanel and Saint Laurent and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, this is not me. So what I did was like, I stepped on my skateboard and I went to the skate park and I'm like, bro, this is like where I need to be. This is so me. So I took that shit from like on the route to high fashion and took it back to skateboarding, like where it was constructed. And I'm like, dude, this is, this, this makes way more sense. Um, in terms of like shouting out different things, I'm like, yo, I'm just, if you're a fucking kid that you think you have talents in art, go for it. Like if your parents tell you that's a side project, let it be a side project, but prove them wrong. Do everything that it takes to prove them wrong. Like I'm very grateful to have parents that support the shit that I do, but like, you know, at the end of the day, you got to just fucking go for it, you know, and it might be difficult like you won't see any progress the first two three years but i've been doing this shit for like a couple of years i don't know how long handful of years handful of years like 2019 my like about six seven years um and it's only now picking up like you just gotta fucking do it for fun but also set yourself some milestones and yeah stay focused on to what it is but also don't corral yourself yeah and be fucking fly and just just uh just flex on everyone honestly yeah yeah awesome awesome um yeah so thank you so much for being on the podcast and giving some input and like really great advice and stuff like that for sure um yeah no it was it was definitely fun like i love talking about this stuff and then not like listening to my own advice in the future um you know like you like saying things about Divinis, uh and I don't even remember me even saying or writing <laughs> that shit out. I'm not gonna remember anything that I say on this podcast. So like people stop me and like, yo, I heard the podcast and you said X, Y, and Z. I probably will not remember it. I have the attention span of a fucking squirrel, honestly. <laughs> well, thank you anyway, and um, uh, good luck on your future projects and stuff thank like you. that. Thank you for being on the Encounters podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if you're listening to this podcast, um. Before you know it, our the magazine's going to be out. So, you know, shout out Encounters Mag also, I guess. Anyway, so. Is it time for reception already? When is reception? Oh, that's like December 12th. Drop. I just dropped that right now. It's December wow. 12th. We're breaking I know that news. For sure. Breaking headline news. Breaking news. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, see you next time.